a new landmark law is coming into place this week regarding the capacity for people to make decisions, which replaces something called the Lunacy Regulation Act, which has been in place, well, I think with that title, you can guess for a very long time, 1871, in fact. So what does this mean and how will it impact on our rights. Well, Lorraine Dolan of Sage Advocacy, uh, who have a specific interest in this area, is on the line to tell us a bit more. Good morning to you, Lorraine. How are you doing? I'm good, Joe. How are you? So, what is this really about? I mean, when we talk about assisted decision-making, in what context? As you mentioned there, to date we've been working under legislation from 1871, as you called it, the Lunacy Regulations. So this new legislation is about moving away from that simplistic all or nothing approach whereby, for example, if somebody was deemed to have or diagnosed with dementia, for example, they would automatically have been deemed to have no capacity and their rights to make a decision would have been removed. So this new legislation is moving away from that all or nothing approach to a more subtle rights-based approach, which emphasises, I suppose, the positives rather than the negatives. And it's about being mindful of what is left rather than what is lost. So, as you said earlier as well yourself, it's about respecting the rights of a person to make decisions regardless of where their capacity is at. So it's called the Assisted Decision-Making Capacity Act, and it's about supporting. There's an onus on all of us now to support people to make a decision, help them make a decision, rather than take their rights away by making the decision for them. So, so Lorraine, to be clear, this could be someone who unfortunately suffers from dementia or perhaps suffers from a disability that has developed or Mm -hmm. a disability from birth uh, who needs help so that it can be determined in key areas of their life what they actually want to do. Yeah, exactly. Again, like, for example, it could be dementia, it could be acquired brain injury, it could be someone with an intellectual disability, it could be any one of us going forward who needs support to make a decision. But that support is now going to be available under this Act because this Act provides a framework and it's kind of a tiered framework where there's going to be different levels of support provided to people depending on the level of decision they need to make or depending on the level of where their capacity is at. So, for example, there could be a co-decision maker whereby somebody needs somebody to make a decision jointly with them. There could be a decision-making representative whereby the person has been deemed not to have capacity by the court and the court will appoint somebody to make that decision on their behalf. In With the old lunacy regulations, it was the ward of court system whereby people entered into they became a ward of the court. All their decision-making ability and rights was taken from them ultimately and every decision was then made by the courts. That whole system is now being abolished and every person that is within that ward of court system will have their cases reviewed within the next three years. Mm. Now, Lorraine, is this entirely separate or slightly connected to something we've talked to solicitors about on the show over the years, which is this enduring power of attorney that you can nominate somebody if you become partially or fully incapacitated to make decisions on your behalf? No, it is connected and the the powers of attorney and enduring powers of attorney are now being refined within this Act. The same as an advanced healthcare directive now is being it is now a part of this Act. It's going to be registered within this Act as well. So it is connected. There, and an attorney is somebody who now can be appointed, 
you know, to make a decision. So but, on, on, on that basis, then, we're trying to Lorraine Dolan of Sage Advocacy about this new landmark law on assisted decision-making. When you talk about the current um, situ- situations of many individuals being reviewed now over the next three years, is this to attempt to determine how much help they really need and how uh, capable they are individually of making certain decisions themselves? Yeah, every case will be reviewed individually. So some cases might be removed completely from wardship. Perhaps they may never need to be in wardship or perhaps their capacity has improved. Um, so each case will be assessed individually and determined. Do they need to have a complete decision-making representative, do they still need somebody to make decisions for them? But the, the difference would be that that person, their their interests, their will and preference would be taken into consideration. And I suppose as some of them may not need anybody anymore to make decisions for them. They will be taken out of wardship and assets or property that have been held within that wardship system will be returned to them. And this is all hope. We're hoping that this will happen within three years. Right. And, and very importantly, Lorraine, for people listening this morning uh, who, if they're not in this situation themselves, they may be helping mm. someone who is. Do they need yeah. to do anything now that this law has changed? Well, there's an onus on all of us, public and professional, going forward to ensure that we are now... It's, it's as much about a legislative change as a culture change and a mindset change. So people need to be aware that going forward there's an onus on all of us to to presume capacity, first of all, and this is one of the guiding principles of the Act. So we don't assume somebody, because they have dementia, doesn't have capacity. One of the main guiding principles is that going forward we first of all presume capacity and we go from there. We use a functional approach then to assess somebody's capacity and try and support them to make a decision. But I suppose, going back to your question, you know, yes, how it will affect all of us, I suppose, professionally and both as family members even. So that we now know that if we require support to help somebody make a decision, there's a framework in place and there's an agency called, a state agency called the Decision Support Service who will be there to provide oversight and guidance for people who want to get more information on maybe a case where they feel somebody requires official support or they want to be registered as a decision making assistant with this person and they can go to the decision support yeah. service and seek and, and I assume too that Sage Advocacy yourselves that if someone has queries about this new law as I say they might be looking after someone at the moment they can get in touch 100% and we have recently um, designed and developed a promotional video for the, both the public and professionals. It's called Minding Your Marbles and it's on our website and it's a very clear guide to the different levels of support for decision making going forward and also guidance around how we can support a person making a decision using an approach that Sage also developed called ALERT. And, and again, as I mentioned very earlier on, that it's been mindful of what is left rather than what is lost. And, you know, people often refer to losing their marbles when they become forgetful. This video is about how do we mind our marbles? And okay. and as you said, families and professionals, how do we do that with people? And, you know, going forward. Right. So, and so Sage Advocacy can be found uh, on .ie. Yes. Sage Advocacy. .ie, yes. .ie is where people can go. All right. Well, look, I think uh, this uh, um, is a, a very important development and uh, it's important that people are aware of it as well because sometimes legislation like this can end up on the books and it could be months or years later before someone realises, oh, this 
this has an impact on me or could have quite possibly a beneficial impact uh, for me or for a family member or friend as well. This is the new landmark law coming into place this week regarding the capacity for people to make decisions, finally replacing what's called the Lunacy Regulation Act in place since 1871. Lorraine Dolan of Sage Advocacy, thank you. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.